Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury, Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. Joining me is James the Sharp End Sharp, and we're here in Seville for tomorrow's Champion League uh, first leg of the last 16 tie with Seville and the beautiful stadium which is right outside our hotel window and uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful place isn't it James? It is yeah um, like you say we are in the perfect location you look out of our window and you can see uh, the stadium which is very impressive um, from what we've seen so far and the players seem just just seen the inside of it for the first time um, and had their first training session on it um, and it is going to hold what is arguably Leicester's most important game of the season so far um, if you see the Champions League that way um, but no it's been a, a few Leicester fans we've seen so far but I think most of them will be coming um, on Wednesday the day of the game I think just to just to enjoy what, what could be the last Champions League trip for the Blue Army I mean, we, we hope it's not but but, but it could be. But it's, but it's going to be a tough one, isn't it? I mean, uh, Seville have got fantastic pedigree in European football, won the last three Europa Leagues, won five of the last ten, uh, and uh, they've not lost a home and away uh, tie, knockout tie, in any European competition since 2011. Yeah, 17 knockout games in which they have prevailed into the next round. The last time they lost, well, last time they failed to prevail was in the qualifying round of the Europa League, and against Hanover and in goal for Hanover was one Ron Robert Zieler so it's been a long time since they have failed to progress in in uh, European football and it's fair to say they are masters when it comes to knockout football and Leicester are going to have to deal with that well we've been to the press conference tonight at the stadium before the open training session and Jamie Vardy and Claudio Ranieri spoke to the, the media uh, it was packed room wasn't it there was mm, a lot, lot of Spanish journalists a lot of uh, UK journalists have, have come over as well uh, so Claudio was flitting from English to Spanish easy, easy. With his first question eat. was in Spanish and he just reeled out fluently like it was easy as anything because Vardy, Vardy got what looked like an earpiece in which I'm assuming was for someone to kind of translate back to him what was said in Spanish Ranieri doesn't need that nonsense he just gets on with it and speaks fluently so what did you make of Jamie Vardy because you've done the Vardy piece for tomorrow's Mercury so what did you make of what he had to say um, he said what we expected him to say really um, he obviously was asked about his uh, faltering form and why um, having scored 24 Premier League goals last season he's now scored in just one game in his last 26 for Leicester which granted was a hat-trick against Man City um, but other than that he's been really short of, of goals and, and confidence so he, he was he was asked about that and he just he said what he, we expect him to say really which was he said um, so I don't, don't really mind if I'm not scoring as long as the, other t- the team are putting in performances and winning games but unfortunately that's the problem they haven't been putting in those performances without him scoring and they haven't been winning the games so um, that has been the big has been the big issue and as we know, uh, Vardy has been criticised a lot this season. Um, Alan Shearer probably the most vocal in that, saying that he thinks that Vardy's head has been turned by success and he's not 
he's not doing the things that he did last season. Michael Owen called him not a natural finisher. So Varney's, for all the plaudits he got last season, he's been hammered quite a lot this season. And he was asked about that. And again, he said that he, he said, of course we're going to get criticised. But I am, uh, he said, I I don't listen to that. I, I try my best to blank it out completely and just get on with it. Whether he does or not is a different thing, but he's he's quite clearly been low on confidence from what we've seen. Um, he's been snatching at chances and he's been caught offside because he's trying to get ahead too quickly. Um, but then this is the biggest stage for him to try and fire himself into some form. And what did he say about the stage as well? He said something yeah, interesting no, about yeah. the stage. Because um, it was the first time, obviously today on Tuesday is the first time that he's seen it and he said, oh, it's a lovely stadium, but to be honest, I could be playing on a park and I still give him everything. So, I mean, that kind of sums up Jamie Vardy doesn't it really mm. we've seen him playing pre-season matches where he's flown into challenges and played at 100% when he should possibly be coasting through at 75 so I know a lot of people have, have labelled him with not putting the effort in this season but if you look at the stats he's running the same amount of distance as he has last season more sprints so uh, we hope this is the, that he can finally find that bit of that bit of goal scoring form that's exactly leads into nicely to Claudio's uh, section of the press conference because he was talking about how he hopes tomorrow a performance could kickstart the season. I know he said that a few times, but you know when you take on a side of the quality of Seville and if you put in a credible performance, that's going to give belief and confidence uh, through, throughout the, the squad. But interestingly as well, he was asked about uh, you know his, his, his fighting spirits and he mentioned that he had a few offers. Yeah. Had a few offers to, to leave the club in the, the summer, but chose to stay because he still believes he can bring more success to City and build something uh, wonderful at the club, even more wonderful than winning the Premier League title. I mean, hard to follow that up. But uh, interesting, we, now we understand uh, there was offers from Italy and China for Claudio Ranieri, which he uh, obviously rejected because he wanted to stay at Leicester City where he feels very much at home. But uh, interesting that, that that came out in the in the presser today and it was an interesting comical moment when I mean, one of the English journalists uh, asked him after some very serious questioning asked him um, you're in a city that loves bullfighting Claudio would you describe yourself as the matador or the bull right now <laughs> Which... he, he didn't quite answer that did, I mean he, he's, he laughed as we all laughed um, and then he said that he hopes he's the bull he hopes he's the matador he said didn't he yeah um, yeah I mean I don't I don't think he really was quite sure which but obviously he to be the matador. Yeah, it was quite a poignant question, not for me, yeah. really, because um, obviously you know he's under he's under pressure. He's under a lot of pressure at the moment, and uh, you know is he the matador that uh, you know skillfully and elegantly hunts down his prey before putting them out of their misery, or is he that tired old bull huffing and puffing around? And when you look at the stadium, it's very similar to a bullfighting amphitheatre, isn't it? It's a bowl mm, it with uh, only one roof on the one side so it's not it's open to the elements and uh, you know it's it, there really is a a feel of a bullfight uh, about this stadium and uh, although he did turn around and say he wanted to see his gladiators again which we expect from the roman to, yes. to have his gladiators um but the bookmakers they are convinced that he is the bull and not the matador because having a look at some of the odds uh, today and yesterday leicester has, has Long as nine to one to win this game tomorrow, mm. nine to one, mm. they don't fancy them, do they? No, absolutely, and I think the locals uh, smell a bit of blood. Could as that well. play to Leicester's hands, though? It could do. It could. It very well could because uh, the, 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 
Seville could be complacent. They might think this is going to be too easy. We're going to roll this off. They got beat by yeah. Millwall at the weekend. In a you know a team from the third tier of English football, will easily knock these over. And if they are complacent, and Leicester City can find some encouragement early on, they could get yeah. a little sting in the tail. Speaking to um, one of the journalists who's come out, is it, uh, who's covers Spanish football quite a lot. Speaking to him on on the flight, and he was asking what's the view of the Le- of, of Leicester and the game from. The Seville perspective, the, the Seville team, and he said they expect to batter Leicester. They expect to hammer them. Um, so let's hope that that is not uh, kind of justified confidence, but more kind of pride becoming before a fall. We hope because let, we know that that from watching them in the Great Escape season and in the Premier League winning season, Leicester this season, obviously that Leicester do tend to perform best when they're written off and they have people doubting them and they have everything to, when they have everything to prove they usually prove everything and we can only hope that um, that happens because no one fancies them at all well, there's a bit of team news as well uh, Islam Slomani although we saw him training yeah. with the players on the pitch during the open training session Claudio says he's not fit enough to feature at all tomorrow but he's travelled with the team and he has trained with them or well, certainly t- took part in the early part of training which we did find a little bit strange uh, the other one is Leo Joa. You know, he's as expected, he's not fit. Danny Simpson trained today after the uh, swollen ankle, uh, kept him sidelined as a precaution. And the other absentee, Mala Wagai, uh, with his dislocated shoulder. It'd be a long time, I think, before we see him again in a city shirt. Possibly not at all. But uh, but Islam Slamani, the record sign in that troublesome groin once again, letting him down. So he's not going to be featuring tomorrow. So. So with him not featuring, because when we were talking about potential team lineups and today over lunch, we were, we were saying that we would imagine if he was fit that it would be Vardy and Slomani up front. So with Slomani not not there, who do you fancy on your area to go for? Well, I think he'll probably go with Damari Gray and try and have a five midfield and get Damari to drop in. He might even go with Shinji because he's pretty effective at that in that department but he's gone with Damari over the last few games and I think he'll he'll probably stick with him with all Brighton and Mares in the wide positions he could even swap Mares in there but I yeah. think he'd probably want him a bit more uh, somebody with a bit more defensive clout but uh, so Okazaki could be a, a contender for me even though his finishing was pretty poor at the weekend if he does start uh, tomorrow let, uh, hope Ranieri reminds him that he has to shoot before he can celebrate scoring goals because that big chance at Millwall, I don't know whether he was trying to entice the goalkeeper and dink it over him or whether he'd just forgotten that he had to shoot. Just smash it, just mm. just hit it. Um, so, yeah, if he does start, let's just hope he's a bit more clinical with his finishing. Well, I think that's the only area of contention, isn't it, in terms of the yeah. team selection. The rest of the side will pick itself, no doubt. It'll be the usual Schmeichel, Simpson, Huth, Morgan, Fuchs, we expect uh, to come back in. All Brighton, Mara's drink water in the Diddy, and then it's just who partners Jamie Vardy in attack. So, a big tall order for Leicester City uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, fingers crossed for them, and uh, check back on the Mercury website and on our Facebook page for all the news and uh, action from uh, Seville versus Leicester City.